All right, guys. Peter Financial Coach here. I want to talk to you about a question, and I think I'm going to move this into a totally different delivery system. But the question that I got was, how long should blog posts be? And diving into this, basically what the person was asking was, hey, I want to help my search engine optimization. I want to be found. I want to be seen as an expert. I want to write on things. I want to write on budgeting and all these other things. First of all, I would say, if you're thinking about writing a blog, don't do it. No one reads blogs anymore, and the financial services world has been so robust for so long, there is basically nothing that you can write on at this point that will probably be materially different to someone else uh, who has a post out there, or an article out there, or even a course out there, who has been out there for years with viewers, who is better uh, optimized for search engine results. So if you want to write it for your own benefit and post it out there, God bless you. Go ahead and do it. I'm going to guess that you will get three views because you are going to email to a few people or some of your colleagues and say, what do you think about this blog post? And they're going to read it and nothing will ever come of it. So I think the big confusion here is that if you write it, people are going to read it. They're going to see you as an expert and it's going to be some sort of a tool to help fill your marketing funnel. And I would say that's just not true. No one's going to read it. No one's going to read it and find something that they have never seen before in somewhere else. Uh, let's just say that pretty much there are very few innovative ideas in financial services at, at this point. Um, but what you need to do is create face familiarity. You need to be out there in front of people talking about these things and basically spoon feeding it. And the problem with the blog is they have to be very active in reading that blog. Here's what I think you should do instead. And this is a little bit of a modernization of what I used at the beginning of my career. So for me personally, when I first started getting my clients, I was out there doing workshops all the time. I would do workshops for first time home buyers. I would do workshops for first time parents, for people thinking about weddings. You know, um, I was really looking for people who didn't have a professional relationship with someone in personal finance yet. So I would host uh, planning your wedding seminars, which would be all about the things you need to think of from dresses to uh, table settings to uh, where to get a good deal on a venue to cakes. And in fact, one time we had uh, some cake vendors come in and they had their cake set up so that afterwards, you know, the people that attended the workshop so that they could think about it could then taste and sample wedding cakes from a bunch of different vendors and actually sign up some vendors right there. So it was a great little relationship and a really good experience for people. I did first time home buying workshops. I did one where we had so many people show up and you got to remember sometimes, you know, the, the housing market is very cyclical where I had so many people sign up that I had to reach out to a fellow, um, colleague of mine and ask her to lead a separate session in the same place. So I actually booked a little room in a coffee shop and we had so many people, we were going to take over the whole coffee shop. So we ended up shutting down the whole coffee shop. Uh, we split up the room into two different uh, spaces um, so that people can ask questions because when you get a larger audience, there is a threshold where it becomes more like a keynote presentation. You're just dispensing information because you just cannot uh, take in questions. And uh, it was really kind of antithetical to what we were trying to do. So um, between that and and my, my colleague, we got some clients out of that because what they see are um, a lot of really good information, right? They see that you're an expert in things and you're kind of scratching the surface because you can't dive deep into their own personal finances and their loan to value and how much income they have and, and some of those things or their credit history. And so what they want to know is, do you have that understanding? There'll probably be some questions which you're going to show that you can dive a little deeper. And then from that, people would follow up with me and I would have a sign-up sheet so that I could send out a follow-up email, certainly. But then people would even follow up with me afterwards and say, hey, that was great. And I would love to sit down with you and kind of talk about some of these things or can we set up a call? And so that's really where I got my my um, initial clients. Now, here is 
the proxy on it, right? So fast forward to today, it's even easier to do things like that. And you don't even have to worry about logistics of where these things are and how to market it and get people to it. And even the cost, right? I would pick up the cost of coffee and snacks and those types of things. So the easier thing to do right now is video. Boom, just like this. Now, I don't know that I would do it just like this because I think one of the problems, because I post these on YouTube, one of the problems here with YouTube is that uh, the being discovered is gonna be a little bit harder. So here's what I would do if I were starting up a financial coaching business today. I would set up a Facebook page for my financial coaching business and I would call it Your Name Financial Coaching, right? Because that's gonna be really obvious to your friends and family and then I would invite the people that you think are relevant. You know, if you have friends or family that uh, you think might benefit from it or just wanna follow your career, great. It's gonna be, you know, the first 20, 30, 50 people that follow it. Now, I would be a little bit cautious with this because you don't necessarily wanna have everyone just like your page or follow your page if they don't really need the information because uh, it's going to clog up their feed and they're going to they're going to hide it and those types of things too. But especially, you know, your first clients will probably come from your natural market. So what you want to do is be in front of them, showing them that what you're learning and what you're discovering and what you can bring to the table and add value with. And so I would create that Facebook page, invite people, and I would start doing things like this. And I would probably start live streaming it. Now you can record the videos and if you're worried about, you know, how it might come across or, you know, if you don't have the expertise or you're worried about the flow of it and those types of things, then you could record it and edit it up and upload it. But one of the great things about the live streams is that they tend to get prioritized a little higher than all the other things. And you can see some of those things in your, your, your feed right? So they kind of get floated up. Um, I don't know exactly what the algorithms are, but every now and then when someone, a page that I follow goes live, it gives me a notification. So that's kind of a cool thing too. So I would go on, pick a topic like I'm doing right now, and then just talk about it or talk about your experience. Or if you have a client that's willing to give you a testimonial, come on, those things can be very powerful to have someone else say, hey, this is what we did and this was our situation. And it helps people uh, connect, right, their situation to someone else who's very similar to them. And so those things can really help. And I think just talking about that and being yourself, reminding people what you do without beating them over the head with information, you know, a blog post about how the Roth IRA works or whatever it is, which people don't really care about. They wanna see you and if they can see that you work with people and they um, like your personality and they they think your experience is appropriate for their needs right then they'll start reaching out to you and what you're doing here is spoon feeding it to them you're letting them just click a button uh, unmute the video and hear about it and you're spoon feeding it to them so that I can now be a passive recipient of your information if you're writing a blog post that requires me to be an active recipient of your information it's one of the reasons why audiobooks are so popular as opposed to just the written books now and I'm not saying that they're going anywhere but the audiobooks are obviously very popular because now I can listen to them in my car on my walk or my jog or whatever it might be right because now that information is being served up to me in the same way you should be serving up information to you make it as easy on your target audience on your prospects as humanly possible you know just like I did in the workshops all you had to do was come grab a free coffee and a donut right and just sit there and listen and we will try to entertain you we will try to give you the information that's that's interesting and we'll try to do it in a way that's not annoying and try to use uh, too many ahs and ums and things like that. So, um, you know, serve it up as, as best you can in a way that you're comfortable with, in, in a way that is uh, leveraging the technology and the opportunity that you have right now. And I think the Facebook videos are probably the best way to go on that. So that's my advice right now. If I were starting today, I would be doing a lot of live streams on my Facebook page often. Probably to start once a week, but to be honest, 
Um, I know guys right now that are so busy, right? They're doing a couple times a week on financial topics or on updates on what's going on. But then also, uh, a, once a week or a few times a month, some uh, collaborative videos with some of their clients who are giving them testimonials and sharing their wonderful experiences with uh, the people that follow the page. And then your page will grow in views and, and whatnot. And it's also searchable so people can go back and watch those old videos as well. So uh, a lot of value there, a whole new uh, area of opportunity that didn't exist when I first started in this business. And so I think, you know, I'm hoping that you'll take advantage of that and uh, kind of avoid some of the old technologies which seem and sound good, but uh, nobody is trafficking anymore. So that, that's my thoughts. All right, see you later.